Hey everyone, welcome to The Kitchen Sink, where hunger is messy and it takes all of us to do the dishes. I'm Britt and I'm thrilled to be your co-host for this podcast. And I'm Susie, the other half of this dynamic duel, if we can refer to ourselves as that. Um, But together, we are going to be diving into the heart of our community. We are going to be sharing stories from The Kitchen Sink after a good meal. We both work at Feed My People Food Bank in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, where our vision is to end hunger in West Central Wisconsin. The work that we have done has been around since 1982, and today it partners with over 250 hunger relief organizations in 14 counties, helping get food to folks that need it. I'm the development director, by the way. And I'm the communications manager. Our executive director, Suzanne Becker, though, dreamed up the idea to do this podcast, so she definitely gets all the credit. All right, but keep her humble okay (laughs) Uh, all right so you might be wondering why why the kitchen sink well you know how the best conversations seem to happen after a meal when you've got a sink full of dishes and everyone's gathered around chatting away we too believe that hunger is messy and the more dishes in the sink the more people were fed that's right I mean so on this podcast we're not going to just be talking about the serious issue of hunger, although that's definitely the theme because that's the work that we do and what we're trying to address. But we also want to dive into the personal stories of the people that make our community so special. So in future issues, we're going to be having different guests come on and share their story. Yeah, and we're not afraid to get a little messy ourselves. We want to explore the stories beyond the expected ones, the heartwarming, the funny, and everything in between. So, Britt, since this is our very first podcast, you might be able to tell. (laughs) We're going to work on it. Um, We don't have a guest with us for this very first episode. We will in the future. But in the meantime, I think it's time to be the guinea pig. So we're going to ask each other some fun questions to give a little taste of what's to come on future episodes. Yes. Uh, Fun note, I had a guinea pig as a kid. And it was lovely and chubby and ate all the food. And so that um, this episode will will be like that. Please tell me its name. uh, Gus. Gus the guinea pig. (laughs) Yes. That's perfect. So this episode will be lovely, chubby, and we'll talk about food. (laughs) Yes. Something. We'll get better. We promise, folks. All right. So sure thing. Let's start with our first question. So uh, Susie, the time travel taste test. If you could have dinner with any historical figure, who would it be and what would you serve them? So I definitely drew a big blank on this one. And then for some reason, someone that probably no one has heard of popped into my head, but her name is Mary Anderson and she's the inventor of windshield wipers. And I just think, you know, an invention like that that benefits all of us every single day deserves some recognition. So Mary Anderson, she's from the early 20th century, inventor of windshield wipers. We all owe her a big thank you. Um, Anyway, I would invite her to dinner because why not? Um, And I I don't know what I would serve her. Uh, Maybe soup, you know, just a good soup (laughs) with lots of vegetables in it um, as a thank you. So random but that's where i'm at that is the most practical answer i think i've ever heard (laughs) and also i'm going to fact check that because i'm worried that mary anderson is not a real person and you 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 made that up you can google it i promise okay all right writing google mary anderson and does she like soup all right um uh, okay. So now your turn. The time travel taste test. <laughs> All right. I am going to answer with Frida Kahlo. I took nice. Spanish. Yeah. And I started in elementary school, actually. It was not, um, 
something that our school district paid for by any means, but uh, we had a student who was Spanish speaking and so his mom came in and taught us Spanish. So I fell in love with that early introduction to a foreign language, grew up then taking those classes once it was part of the curriculum. And there was a heavy emphasis on Frida Kahlo when I was in high school. And then I eventually minored in Spanish in college. But with that, I just think, you know, there's controversy surrounding her life. Um, but what a warrior. And she just like, she's beautiful. Her artwork is beautiful. So I would choose her. I think she would have a lot to share and probably a lot of insight on what it, what it means to just kind of get through the, the trials and tribulations that you know, life inevitably is going to hand us. But what would I serve them? Um, I mean, I would, I'm not ignorant enough to think that I could, you know, prepare her a traditional meal. So maybe we'd go out to dinner. And when she asked me like, Oh, what do you want? I'd say, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Anything. (laughs) No, I'm picturing this in my head and it's just, uh, it's a very interesting scene. You and Frida Kahlo. Yes. I, it would. And like her in an automobile, that's like, again, there's, <laughs> it could be scary. So we'd walk there. It might be frightening <laughs> for her if you know of anything about Frida Kahlo. Um, we'd eat good food, have good conversation. All right. Well, I guess to, to not a very smooth transition, but let's talk about the next question. So we're calling the next question local flavor. So Britt, what's your favorite hidden gem restaurant or like a food spot in our community? Yeah. And just a reminder to our guests, we'll be asking, um, or not to our guests, to our audience, we'll be asking our future guests these questions. So you're getting a little insight into what's to come, as well as talking with them about who they are and the work that they do in our community. Um, so don't worry, it's this podcast is more than just um, asking people food-related related questions. But with that, favorite hidden gem restaurant or food spot in our community. I have a few. I love food. By the time this podcast hits, I will still be pregnant, so that is relevant. So I love food even more now. Um, but <laughs> I, I would say Thai Orchid. It's been around. I went to UW-Eau Claire, um, a different name, but same menu at the time, same location. They've just since expanded. Um, yeah, I've, I went to Thailand on my honeymoon. I don't travel you know, extensively that far very often. But um, that was one of my favorite places and cultures to witness and be part of for a short time. And so um, I feel like the food here and our little pocket of Eau Claire, Wisconsin um, is it very similar to what I tasted in Thailand. That's awesome. And, you know, I have a similar answer in terms of, you know, it's, we just have so many amazing hidden spots in this community. It feels like, well, I guess it's not hidden, but, um, there's just so many to try. It's it's hard to get to them all. Um, but my, one of my favorite spots is Hangs in, in Menominee. Um, they serve Hmong cuisine and it's run by a local family. They're amazing. Their food is amazing. Um, you get so much food for what you order as well. And it's, it's so amazing. So definitely Hangs. Uh, I would recommend that to anyone in a heartbeat. All right. When you, I think we talked about this earlier at like a different day. Um, as a team, and I thought you said Hanks. Oh, it's no. Hangs. Hangs. Okay. Like hang out. I'm writing that one down. Hang too. out at Hangs. Okay. Okay. That's a good way to remember it. There we go. All right. Yes, we are more than just Eau Claire. We are a, a community that also goes into Menominee. So folks need to remember that there's good restaurants everywhere. All right. So the final one, kitchen confession. Susie, what's your signature dish? And secondly, can you share a funny cooking mishap or kitchen disaster related or maybe unrelated to it? 
Well, um, definitely every week my husband and, and I make non pizza and I don't mean like no pizza. I mean like <laughs> non flatbread pizza, Sure. Um, <laughs> but it's so easy just to buy some non and then cover it with uh, marinara sauce and any vegetables that we have on hand and pepperoni, et cetera. So, and just pop it into the oven for a few minutes and it's your own self serve, um, or a single serve pizza and it's amazing so that's our go-to um as far as a kitchen disaster it's not totally related to it but my husband and i we live in a little cabin on a lake um and it's everything's tiny including the stove like it's tiny like it's maybe i'm trying to picture in my head it's it's not it's maybe two feet wide um (laughs) (laughs) and it cooks very hot so i've learned over the years you got to turn it down a little bit for and compared to what the recipe says but just recently i was coming home and I had a bunch of groceries in my hand because, you know, when you try to go from the garage to the kitchen, um, you don't want to make a second trip. Yes. Um, so anyway, I was in a rush. <laughs> and there's also like barely any counters in our house because there's like two and a half. And there's like two. And it's basically covered by what we like our appliances. So anyway, there's no room. And I went to go put the groceries down on the counter. Instead, I put it on the stove. And then I went and did some other stuff. And then I started smelling burning. And I guess I had accidentally turned the stove on and it started to cook my groceries from below. So that was memorable. But we threw it out into the snow. It was fine. Nothing burned. I mean, nothing burned on fire. (laughs) (laughs) We caught it early. So anyway, that's the joys of living in a little house. this the mary anderson answer is making more sense to me now mm. it's like you're you're practical you're yeah. a practical person you have a home that fits your needs and burns your groceries mm-hmm. but hopefully <laughs> that does not happen to you again <laughs> luckily you live on a lake so yep. i mean i could throw things if i need to right just right in the water get a bucket mm-hmm. okay um, I'm learning a lot about Susie. We've worked together. I've been here since 2022. And so not super long, but long enough. But, you know, you don't often get this opportunity. So I appreciate this. I appreciate um, that we are the guinea pigs of the episode. We're, we're Gus. In this <laughs> case. <laughs> we are Gus. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. My answer to that. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Okay. Please tell. <laughs> I was like, you didn't ask. Please that. erase the memory of the my answer. <laughs> no. Keep that in mind. Um, buy everyone buy Susie a fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we will collect them and donate them to other organizations in need. Uh, so my answer would be curry. I am not an amazing cook. I can follow a recipe. I can bake pretty well. But um, when I say I make curry, I use a jar of curry. <laughs> so I don't use the coconut milk and add the spice and all the things. I would love to learn one day. But um, yeah, I love it because it's tasty. It's simple. And um, my son eats it, which is not an easy feat for <laughs> finding, you know, something that a toddler eats. So um, I appreciate that. Uh, kitchen disaster. I don't, I don't have one now I'm on like a fire trend here. Well, I'll <laughs> stay away from that. I don't want to put like you. a, a <laughs> you infired me. <laughs> Susie and I love puns. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say 
I'm going to actually throw this back to my dad. So when I was a kid, he would, he's a terrible cook, actually. He depends on my mom for so much in that area. And I'm like, it is 2024. But um, he would experiment with food. So he worked uh, shifts growing up and my mom worked a traditional nine to five. So during summer breaks, um, there were afternoons where dad was home, mom was at work because he had maybe worked a night shift. Um, And he would he was responsible for us so like okay you want some mac and cheese but he would decide like i'm gonna put syrup in this so i i, I don't know creative like, creative but also like very disgusting <laughs> <laughs> and so i don't know that, that's a, a kitchen mishap or like it, it was a meal disaster so there are many stories like that um just like him trying to play around or test the, like his cooking skills and try things out and we we were the guinea pigs in that situation and it has since taught me like just maybe stick with the recipe you can throw always throw extra garlic in that's fine but like absolutely don't go so off script that you're putting syrup and mac and cheese I would concur with that yeah this is like just common knowledge to me so that one remains with me it may be the what not to do all right well I love that uh but again, to our listeners, have no fear. Usually you won't have to listen to us as much. True. Um, like I mentioned before, we'll be sitting down with incredible guests from our community and beyond, encouraging them to share their stories. And we want to learn about their background and connection with our vision to end local hunger. Absolutely. So just like she said, we're going to be sitting down with our guests to learn about their story, to learn about how their Um, work with ending hunger connects with our mission here at feed my people and of course we'll also be kicking things off with some fun questions when we ask each of them so for our next episode we are super excited to have our inaugural guest danny graham join us she's on staff at the eau claire school district and she leads their homeless program as well as their foster care program their closet program and it's also the weekend kids meal coordinator which is uh, student meals that go with students on the weekends. So she does a lot of work and we're so excited to hear more about her story and what she brings to the table. So, yeah, so to you, Britt, what's next? Yeah, so after Danny, um, we have other guests lined up from all kinds of backgrounds. Um, They're going to roll up their sleeves and discuss how we can work together to address hunger. And also taking that time to uh, educate and invite our listeners into the conversations that we're having on this podcast. So there'll be um, talk about how you all can get involved and not just the work that happens at Feed My People, but the work that our um, guests do, you know, day to day, um, either as their career or uh, volunteering or simply hearing about their background and what, you know, you might be able to do to make our future look different than maybe their past it. So Absolutely. We we just really want to emphasize that the work that we're doing to end hunger in West Central Wisconsin has to come from all of us chipping in to be able to be a part of that. And so we want you as our listeners to be a part of this too, be part of this podcast, but also be part of sharing how you can um, be a part of our mission. And so you can follow us on social media. You can use our hashtag kitchen sink and let us know what you think about each episode. And uh, episodes will be loading twice a month on the Eau Claire hometown media site. And they will also be available on our website, fmpfoodbank.org, almost as fast. Awesome. All right. So before we go, Susie, can you share some of, um, or excuse me, share about one or some 
any, as many as you want, I suppose, <laughs> of the upcoming events happening at Feed My People. Yes, please. So Valentine's Day is coming up and you are all invited to come out to the food bank and be, hang out with us. Well, we're having an open house from 10 a.m. to noon and you can take a tour to learn more about our mission and programs and also enjoy some light refreshments. Have no fear. There's no RSV required. You can simply show up. Um, also on that same day, Valentine's Day, so February 14th, we, we will be hosting a special volunteer packathon from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m. So if you are interested in volunteering to pack food, that's a great day to do so. Um, you can visit our volunteer page at fmpfoodbank.org to sign up, and we'd love to have you out to help us pack food and make a difference in our community. Yes, and it should be noted that you do not have to commit to the entire uh, six-hour time True, it's not, it's not a marathon. <laughs> no, if uh, you would like. It's a packathon. Yes. yes, and so two-hour shifts is about the average time you'll be yes. here with us. Um, and individually, groups, um, maybe you're retired or you have the day off and want to come in. Um, any and all are welcome. There are some age limitations. If you're looking at like a school group, um, please contact us. But with that, it's it's a great thing to, when we have packathons, to get involved with and, yeah, share that time with your community and do do good first and foremost. So um, I love Valentine's Day, so I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. <laughs> I think it's fun. It's not, you know, it can be a Hallmark holiday, but hey, if there's chocolate involved and red and pink, like, why not? And glitter. And glitter. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I don't even care if glitter is in my home either. Like, mm -hmm. I will have glitter everywhere. <laughs> so um, another fun event that is happening uh, just the day before, it is a 21-plus event. So please note that is on February 13th, uh, and it is coined Volen Beer. So what does that mean? Well, we are partnering with the Brewing Project as um, our beverage partner, and they will be bringing different styles of uh, beer. Uh, to sample. So uh, you can come and enjoy a beer. Uh, the volunteering portion is optional. Uh, and when I say enjoy a beer, it's actually going to be a tasting. So they'll describe all the, the fancy beer things when it comes <laughs> to beer. <laughs> the notes. The experts will lean on them. Yes. Um, clearly, I will not be running this tasting. So don't worry about that. If the <laughs> It will be someone from the brewing project. Um, the volunteering, though, of the Volen Beer is optional. Uh, tickets start at $40 and benefit Project FEED programs, which is our Youth Hunger Program. Um, FEED is an acronym. You can learn more about that on our website. Otherwise, quickly, it stands for Food, Education, Equity, Dignity, and it's all focused around youth hunger. Uh, there is a special $5 discount if you're a young professional, so ages 21 to 40. Um, use the promo code YPFMP. <laughs> At checkout. Uh, <laughs> I whisper that, but I want everyone to hear it. Uh, that is for young professionals. Um, so just, yeah, use honesty when, <laughs> when signing up. If you are 41, we, we won't know. But um, <laughs> it should be a great event. Again, the evening of February 13th starts at 4, ends at 6.30. Yes. Susie's shaking her head. Perfect. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, go ahead. So the short, the uh, volunteer portion is four to five, and then if you're able to be there just for the beer tasting as well, you're able to come out from five to six thirty. So love to have you out there. Just a quick summary again. So all of this is part of our feed the love matching campaign. So the open house, the volunteer packathon, and the volunteer are all events during our feed the love matching campaign, which is happening February 9th through sixteenth. 
All of these are benefiting our Project Feed Youth Hunger programs, like Britt mentioned. So anything that you're able to do to help support um, the Feed the Love matching campaign is going to make such a difference. So during that time, February 9th through 16th, we have the opportunity to have up to $50,000 matched. And that's all thanks to our matching sponsor, the Otto Brummer Trust. And so any donation that you give will be doubled. And we really hope that you can participate. If it is by donating, that's amazing, that's wonderful, but also just by volunteering will make such a difference and even just sharing the love <laughs> in some way. You know, there's so much we can do. Um, and if every one of us chips in, that makes such a difference. It adds up to make such a big difference. So you can learn more about all of this on our website, fmpfoodbank.org, and look for the button that says Feed the Love. <laughs> um, and you can help be a part of making a big difference for youth in our community. Yes. All right. So, well, happy Hearts Day coming <laughs> up, and happy Feed the Love. Um, that does it for this episode. Short, sweet. Again, reminder, we'll be hearing from guests in a future episode, so you won't hear as much from Susie and I, but this was a way for you all to get to know us and the people uh, behind the microphone. But get ready for some heartwarming stories, laughter, and maybe a few unexpected surprises. Uh, this is the kitchen sink where the real conversation happens after the meal. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes. And remember, hunger is messy, but together we can tackle all of the dishes.